Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. It's just awesome. I am so thrilled about a number of different things today. You know, Thanksgiving, um, I think when I think about Thanksgiving, I I have a sense of it. But I was just listening to the show before mine on Transformation Talk Radio. And, And I was listening to Claire Candy and what she was talking about when she was talking about how 2020 is shaping up and the influence of Jupiter Uh, moving into Capricorn and whether or not Jupiter and Saturn could get along. Um, And I was reading about that this morning. And then somebody, you know, called me and said, hey, don't forget Pluto. And I said, well, I don't even know how to make sense of it. And then they said, why don't you go get your chart done? You with four planets in Capricorn and four in Sagittarius. And I thought, you know, I have a sense of 2020 and I wonder if my chart will tell me something different. And then what am I going to do with that? And that's what this is about today. This is about how to awaken our innate intuitive abilities. How do we do that? And how do we do that with working with the power of angels? We have done a number of shows, but I want to introduce everybody to Don Brown, who has created angel oracle cards. And I got to tell you throughout the show today, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines too, because part of this is helping us get into action and interaction. See that? Get into action and then interaction. And so today we want to make sure that if you want to get a sense of what is the messaging coming through right now today, because somebody also said something to me like Mercury's out of retrograde. That's how on top of this is. See, I have to listen to my own shows, Benny, to figure out what the heck's going on, right? Sometimes you need to, uh, but that's all right. I know. Can't remember I know you it all. I listen to them like all day long. Yeah. All day long. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, part of this is really looking at how, what, why, and when, and then thinking, what is going on inside of me? What am I feeling? How does that feel? And so that's what today is about. I want to introduce you right now to Don Brown, international spiritual coach, intuitive healer, speaker, works with the energy of angels. But more than that, you know, when you study ancient mysteries and then you integrate it and you create what we have been talking about for a long time, highest vibrational frequencies. And as a matter of fact, our shows and network have been measured uh, by frequency and decibels. And it's fascinating to see 
what the words are and what the frequencies are and how they come out. But how do we apply this for our lives? And that's what today is about. Don, it's great to have you here. Great that you've invited me to your show. Thank you very much. And, and thank you for all the great work that you've done. Um, you're kind of spreading the energy um, around the, the internet waves. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. And, you know, this is really kind of a little, um, Benny and I know this, but we have been doing this show on terrestrial radio for 16 years. And if you go back 16 years, you know, my first show was on the Internet. And if you could recall, like Al Gore just invented the Internet. But here's the thing I want to ask you about, because there is an energy and a frequency. And a lot of folks don't really have a sense of how to do what you're going to talk about today. And that's awaken that innate intuitive ability. I totally look at every decision I've made to get here to even be talking with you as intuition, angelic guidance, um, and a number of other things. And I want to ask you, for your life, what is it about you that has helped guide you to get you here? And what kind of challenges did you have to get beyond? Great question. Well... Can I just say that, um, you know, I've been doing this work for so long and many people try and elevate me into um, a guru status. And I'm very, very quick in responding to say that, well, actually, I'm just like everybody else because I'm making choices consistently through the day, um, which are choices that are either going to propel me into a life where I feel closer to my kind of divine purpose or to take me away from that route. So I always try and remind people not to try and elevate other people um, into gurus that, that understand far more than them and get back on track to understand how they can connect um, internally to those divine energies. So I've lived um, a life incarnated here obviously uh, onto this planet of karma um, have my own dilemmas choices um, and I'm constantly mindful of those choices now what you'll find with a lot of people and and you know I've dealt with so many clients over the years is that we find that and also some of the um, the sort of the young children that also I work with, which we've called in the past indigo and rainbow children. So we incarnate on this earth with a memory. And believe me, there are children who can remember being up in heaven and choosing their family, choosing their mothers and being very glad of it, having actual energies before they incarnate um, that become their school friends here. So, so we come in with a memory. We have that conscious choice of incarnating onto this planet. And then we spend, I guess, around 10 years then unremembering everything we always knew because we were divine perfection. We knew it. If you look at babies, they love themselves. You know, they, they touch every part of their body. They're open. They're trusting. They need love. Um, and then we unremember for a long period of our lives. And then we'll probably spend our 20s um, and some of us, you know, to mid 30s just living 
And, and for me, that's um, a conscious state of just totally getting involved in life, um, not being aware necessarily of, of higher truth as we're going through that process. And then we enter the next stage where we're kind of assimilating all of that experience. Now, I'm no different from anybody else in that. Um, around about when I was 30, 35, something like that, a lot of information started coming through to me. Um, there was a lot of contact being made. Now, that sounds very strange, I know that. Um, but basically, what I started to be aware of is, is different energies um, in my life, um, absolutely feeling that there was a connection. Sometimes I'd feel a really strong connection. Sometimes I would feel a presence, say, in, in my house. Uh, sometimes visitors would come and say, oh, what's that? Oh, I thought I saw something and I didn't. Um, this, this whole connection started to become integrated into my everyday life, so I needed to find out what it was all about. So even from that age, I had began to feel this anchoring of energy, and I felt that I was a sort of anchor, and, and I, I suddenly realized that all of my experience up till then was to understand now what the new dimensions were all about and, and how I could work with them. Um, and from that point onwards, um, I was interested. Did I spend my whole life, um, you know, in spiritual study at that point? No. Um, however, um, you know, I, I started to to keep more of an open mind. I started to think, well, perhaps the world isn't exactly as I see it, the world of matter. Um, and actually, the interesting thing was is that when my life really hit a kind of rock bottom point, and um, that was later on in life. Um, this whole energy and the whole assimilation of all the choices I'd made previously in my life came together. And of course, we know there's no such thing as coincidence, but I somehow ended up, and I really don't know until this day, um, in a group which was all about developing your intuition. And in that group, suddenly all this information about the the universe, the multi-dimensions, oh, the angels yeah. came down and through me. Wow. Uh, and that's how it happened. Yeah. And then... Wow. Yeah. I, I want to ask you, because this is... Um, and I, I think, Benny, I'd like to skip the break if I could at the moment. Um, when I was looking looking through your work and and believe it or not I actually prepare for these shows <laughs> <laughs> um, and I look at a number of different things and one of the things that I, I do is I do less looking and more absorbing so I get this absorption idea right I, I don't know how to uh, classify it but there's a sense of the minute I look at your picture I know something about you I know something and I'm not sure what that's called um, but here's what I love about this is the way you just described sort of a cycle. And I was a little bit struck by it because I think I'm, I was like you. I was a little late bloomer. I didn't start to wake up till about, I don't know, like 37, 38. And I didn't actually do something about it till three years later. And, it, and I, was a, I was a corporate executive, right? Does that sound weird? 
No, no, I, uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, you do too, right? See, I knew there was something in there like that. Um, and I, everything I learned in the corporation I've used, I mean, I was part of, people ask me a question and I'm going to ask you this question as well. They say to me, what, what, what is it about you? I mean, you have a network called Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. What makes you an expert on transformation? And once upon a time, I, I would say, I don't know. And the other day, I was looking at a few things, and I was looking at your deck. And you ever get like where you don't know something, and then you get an image of something from your past? Just like a snapshot almost. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And yeah, the snapshot, absolutely. yeah, the, here's the snapshot I got. I want to talk with you about this. I got a snapshot of going down. I worked for the phone company and going down to our home Dell location. And I worked for the phone company in the middle of divestiture. And I was part of a team of seven before divestiture and part of a team of eight to put this mega company back together. And I had this image of going down to a location and stopping two men who worked in the same office for 20 years who now one was part of the new company and one was the old. And the one guy was getting ready to throw boxes over the railing to get the other guy out. Because that's what divestiture meant. It meant that people that you loved or worked with, they were the enemy now. And so I had a reflection on that. And I walked away with, wow, I think that's how I figured out transformation, is how to break up a phone company and then how to put it back together. But the other thing I was struck by when I read your book and I looked at your work was none of this really worked at all. That gave me like, what do we want to call that, Don? Practical, practical, like how to put a process, you know, like practicality. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then I looked at your card again and I, I didn't see this the first time. But I looked at it and I saw almost like the Wonder Woman headpiece. Okay. And, I, and here's what it says. God is my strength. Absolutely. Absolutely. And boy, oh, that is it, isn't it? Well, that is it. And, and remember that everything that you see on the external world. So we might talk about the corporation. We might talk about relationships. Uh, we might talk about interests. Everything that we see on the external world is a manifestation of our inner world. So, you know, you earlier you were talking about, um, you know, what's coming up in 2020, you know, yeah. what's, what's happening with the full moon, you know, what does 2020 mean for us all? Um, and, and, and if you look at it, that kind of the practicality that you talked about in terms of looking at the corporate infrastructure and, and working out steps in terms of how to move and transform an organization, um, you can kind of take that message really into 2020 and look about look at how actually the world is transforming towards ascension in 2020. So everything that we look at on the outside is actually all inside of ourselves. It's a process. So if you imagine, now you mentioned that, you know, God is my strength, God is my leader. Um, 
you, you know, some people object to the word God because they, yeah. they get divided through, you know, the religious connotations. Mm -hmm. I, I like to think about it as the kind of infinite creative intelligence, yeah? So so my view is, is that once, and I mentioned earlier that, that we are incarnate into this body, we are part of that infinite creative intelligence. Um, and, and what we need to do now through that life process that, that we've been on, whether it comes to you at 20, 30, 50, 60 or 80, because people can reboot their lives, is, is just to start remembering and understanding that. So all the answers are within. That's a start, yeah? If we know that, that's the biggest fundamental truth that will be our, our liberator, as it were. So if we are part of this God intelligence or the infinite creative intelligence, we know all. And the issue, honestly, Dr. Pat, is that we've forgotten that. We've forgotten that we need to do quite a lot of connection on the inside to develop our consciousness so that it contains more and more of this creative intelligence within, so that when we look on the outside and all the games that appear, and I often have been told um, you know, by the angelic realm that it's a bit like going into a cinema. You, know? you, will, you choose what film you're going to watch. Okay, so let's say Dr. Pat has come down, incarnated into this body. Um, her divine purpose is to reach more and more people through her transformation radio. Uh, the most important thing that she needs to learn for that is practicality. You know, how do we transform things on the outside? Okay, let's put her in a corporate role so that you know she either sinks or swims, understands what the corporate life's about and, and moves beyond that. Okay, she's developed that skill, fantastic. So now she has the free will and choice. Is she gonna use the, 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 the quality she, she's learned there of dependability, practicality and, and stability in order to help other people build out their internal consciousness so that they get closer to their life purpose? And, you see there that that's an ample demonstration of, of, of the, the actual motion uh, of the universe at work within you, Dr. Pat. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that, you know, what you're laying out is a beautiful blueprint. It's more than a blueprint. It's actually like a landscape, right, when I listen to this. Um, and, you know, one of the things I was struck by is, first of all, um, how these cards, how these angel cards, how they work and how you're talking about them. Because, you know, over the years I have done and I've gotten a number of different things to look at. And what I'm really struck by is the beautiful messages in them. And part of this is looking at from your perspective, the, the impact and, and power, if I might say, that they have, because what I'm noticing is that we have now the ability to tap into what you call all the clairs, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, all of that, right? We have that ability now, and there was never a time more needed. And so I want to ask you, where did the angels come in? Because my sense is 
they have been waiting to come in big time. But what is your perspective on them? And I ask you that because I see what's in these cards and what you've created. And I want our listeners to know about them and, and how they, from my perspective, are really different and what the, what the messaging is they bring forward. Thank you for that. Yes. I mean, there's a, there's a kind of full spectrum, really, isn't it, And how you engage with the angelic realm. So um, it could be just through the, the old religions of, of working with them as a kind of icon and, and praying to them. It could be something more dy dynamic where you're using the energy of the angels um, to help you for insight in life. Um, or we could move fully into the esoteric area um, of angels. But what I'd like to just describe to you is um, the fact that if we really look at our life, and I'm going back again to this infinite sort of creative intelligence, the God, okay, and understanding what our intimate relationship with the divine is inside, okay, what we need to do sometimes is to have uh, energetically a very powerful intermediary that helps us understand that, because it's almost like you've been an amnesiac. And you have to wake up again and, and to remember, you know, why you came to this planet of karma, what you have to do and, and why, you know, God wants you to experience this and, and, and what, are, what is the pathway. So sometimes, you know, you can't just say to an amnesiac, well, get on with it by yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that that does know. not work. <laughs> so if you look at it, and I'm going back now into the corporate expression, you know, you look at it as, you know, God, let's, again, the creator, um, he's the ultimate CEO or she's the ultimate CEO. So basically, everything is in order, the planets, gravity, the orbits, everything. So, so why couldn't everything be in order energetically where he actually says, well, okay, I'm vibrating at such a high frequency these 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 wonderful souls have incarnated on this planet. I can't quite touch them. So I'm going to bring another energetic form into play, which can connect with them. OK, so this is what we call um, the angels, the history of the angels. They've been uh, we've, we've got records of them from pre-Sumerian times. So we've got records in ancient um, artifacts, people with wings are seen drawn, they're seen in, in sculptures and statues. Now, in the, the ancient mystical memories that have been handed down from generation to generation, it says that there's a pact being made with these energies, these, these frequencies of light, the angels, angels and humans, to say that, look, if you want to relate to us, we're going to show up to you as people with wings. Okay, because we know that you're going to relate to talking to a person. Let's just take Archangel Michael, uh, who's tall with a sword and a, and a big red cape representing the fire element, you know, getting to the intrinsic issues in your life, um, rather than actually relating to us in our true form, which actually they are rays of light that come with different qualities. So the interesting thing is, is if I told you, well, look, um, this ray of light's here, uh, it's, it's blue and it's got 
elements of fire in it and it's talking about transformation and it's talking very directly to you, you'll find it more difficult to relate to that. So, yeah. so this is, you know, it's called um, anthropomorphism yeah. where, where we need to relate to people with wings in order to receive the messages. So um, when I started this work, um, and I'm not digressing, um, I realized the enormous responsibility of this and, and, yes. and trained and trained and trained uh, with, you know, some of the leading um, spiritualists um, in the UK and Europe in order to be able to be a vehicle, A, to anchor the energies of these rays on the planet, but also to be able to work with whatever form they showed up in, whether it was rays of light, images, whether I had to touch, um, you know, a Dorian Virtue deck or whatever it was in order to give messages over to people. And I needed to bring those messages and, and have people relate to those messages through something that was a human form. So the angel cards came about through that really. Um, I knew there was a real need on this planet at the moment for the old mysteries to be revealed, okay? Um, I knew that people, if I started talking about hermetic wisdom, um, would not necessarily be able to relate to it so readily. Now, right. hermet hermetic wisdom is a, is, a, is a way of living. It's an ancient mystery that um, angels, if you look at it, are across all religions. Um, there's not one religion that does not mention these amazing messengers, okay? So combine that wisdom, that understanding, combine the energy, um, you know, of, of the messages of the intermediaries. And, and what do we do now? So... I worked for a long while thinking, well, I don't know how I'm going to combine this because people need to know, and very quickly, what a message is. You know, we're now in the world of the internet. We're, you know, in a three-second attention span. You know, what do I do? And then, you know, it was literally, I was just guided to say, okay, there's this art form called um, chibi anime. It's Japanese. People love it. Um, go yes. and have, have a look, Dawn, you know? And literally it came to me um, just like that. And when I looked at it and I thought, okay, I understand why I'm guided in this area because actually it's another form of uh, anthropomorphism, you know? Humans relate to humans with wings. Well, here what we're doing is we're relating to that essence, to the child within us, you know, in order to remember how close we were to divinity and how close we are to divinity now. So it all worked really well. So the, the cards, um, the juxtaposition actually worked really well because when people are looking at these cards, it's appealing to that, that innocent child within. But while they're looking at the cards, they're also consulting the booklet where this wealth of hermetic wisdom um, is revealed to them. And, and by the way, as actually as they turn the cards over, um, the symbols and the, the old 
traditions from the mysteries um, are all encapsulated in those cards. So they're absorbing the images and they'll, they'll, you mentioned the planets, you know, so they yes. might pick, pick a card and they might go, oh, Sandalphon, oh, right, okay, Sandalphon's associated with Earth. Right, I understand that. So, so what's that about? You know, what, how how can I do that? And and actually, since the cards have, have been out in the public, I've been getting so many responses saying, "Oh well, did you know that I, I did the three card reading, and now I'm looking at the planetary alignments, and now I understand, you know, where this particular situation um, has unfolded in my life and why." Which actually, to be honest with you, and I am very honest, that. That wasn't my intention. My intention originally mm. was just to say this particular angel is aligned to this planetary influence, but people are now taking it to the next level without my instruction, yeah. which is what I think the intention was in in having these having been produced. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that what partnership with the divine really is about? Absolutely. I mean, look. I put on the back of a card 16 years ago that I wanted to reach a million people and help them live life full out. This was not on my radar. And, you know, I didn't hang up on that phone number. And that is very unusual for me, a girl from the Bronx, New York. But I didn't know, but was willing to go with it, that this would be it. And, you know, after, I don't know, went to 2010, the network got born, Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network got born in the same way. I had no real intention set to launch a radio network. I was helping somebody else do it. And he wrote a bad check and the station owner called me and said, you have to create, you have to do a network, Pat, because you have to help me pay my mortgage. And yeah. again, I said yes. And what I love about these cards is, and I was going to ask you about the artwork because I'm developing a game to educate people about Lyme disease and the characters, uh, to be honest with you, I, I'm not from Japan, but the anime, the, the, the characters and the way they look have that energy. What I love about this is they are so relatable at every level. Correct. And I'm not surprised. I am not surprised that people are looking at this beyond your original intent, because isn't that how the divine really works, though? Yes. So we yes. become the vehicle. We don't become the end game. Absolutely. And it's the unintended consequences. I mean, that's a phrase we hear everywhere, that, that we end up doing something, as you've just mentioned, um, that, that leads us down into another path. So we are the vehicles. And, and, and trust me, um, these cards were kind of like giving birth because I, I just, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know why they were, you know, coming into manifestation. Um, and as they did, um, you know, I, I know it's all become a cliche now, but I have to say that books did fall off my shelf or when I was burning the midnight oil, something <laughs> would just, <laughs> would yeah. just come, come on my screen. And, and there it was, and it all came together. Um, I, I also just want to quickly tell yeah. you that, um, and, and also give a tribute really to, um, to Findhorn Press. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something. I, I, my beautiful sister, her name's Sarah, uh, gave me a book, I think, uh, around about 25 years ago, and it was a story of Findhorn Foundation. 
And I want to tell you again, um, and we talked about unintended consequences and things moving and shifting around, almost like there's these beautiful benevolent creatures, and there are, um, you know, from the heavens, just just moving us around on the earth and giving us the opportunity to see something. Well, um, I when these cards came into being in my consciousness, um, I thought, right, well, I know they have to get out there. So I, I thought, well, Fintorn uh, might be the place yeah. to do it because um, they've got a little press, so I'll self-publish and... Um, um, and, and literally, I spoke to the man at the, the press who, do, who does the publishing um, of, 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 you know, all sorts of things, papers, everything. He said, well, actually, I think you should really speak to Findhorn Press proper. And, um, and I think they might like it. So he, he sent the image over without my asking him. And then the beautiful editor came back to me and, and she said, well, I think there's these, these are going to work. This, these are powerful. Um, please go ahead um, and start creating them. Now, the reason I'm saying this is that I just want to give tribute because yeah. years ago, um, the inspiration from the founder of Findhorn was, was a great comfort to me. This is a lady called Eileen Caddy who was, I guess, poor, she was living in a caravan. She had many children. She was living in Scotland, in the United Kingdom. And one day she went to the communal um, bathrooms and shower area because that was the only place she could kind of get away from her, her sort of situation. Um, went down there, and I don't know if you've got similar things in the States, but they're generally concrete and there's no sort of you know, no no furniture, no decoration or anything. And, and when she went there, she heard a voice. And this voice told her that he was God and he would give her instructions. And, and wow. she thought she was going crazy, yeah? She couldn't believe it. She couldn't understand it. But he said, as long as you come um, every evening, then I'll give you more and more instructions. And he said that you will build a community and this community will be a spiritual center for the world. And, and guess what? 35 years later, this is, I don't know if you've heard of the Findhorn community, but this is a... Oh, are a, you kidding? Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. Wait, first of all, yeah. one of the most incredible PR people I've ever met, who actually represented me on a video shoot with John Legend recently, Gail Tor. Uh, worked for Finhorn for years. And so I got to I got to see what Finhorn did years and years ago. And one of the things I was struck by, and I and I would say this over and over and over again. First of all, every deck of cards I've ever seen come out of there, stunning. Just stunning. The second thing that I know about them, as with your cards, the energy and the vibration in them make them more than cards make them more than a book and that's hard to explain unless you're listening to our audience right here but what i mean to say about them is for example and and i want to demonstrate the cards to people so i i'd like to do okay. this Penny, let's skip the break um if you want to if you want a card pulled please give us a call 1-800-930-2819. But while we're waiting for one of our listeners to call in, I, I, I want you to know 
that I've been working with them and, and I shuffle them. I, I have crystals, I, all of the above. And what's interesting about them is I found myself now today, again, right now, as I was ready for the show, I couldn't stop shuffling them. And I found that interesting. It, it, it was, it's a real interesting, I've never had this happen before, but I kept wanting to shuffle them. And what I realized is I didn't know, I didn't know how to use them. I didn't know what to draw. And so let's talk about that and let's do it real time for our listeners if we could. That sounds really good. Yes, I understand. Of course, you have to build your relationship with cards. Now, um, the other thing I'd say to you as you do so, um, now, when I have clients come to see me in person, um, they are very keen. They they see a card deck next to me and I can see their eyes and they, they look at the card deck again. They want to look at a tool in order to, to, I guess, absorb information, you know. But the interesting thing is, is nothing that you do is wasted. When you shuffle the deck, when you build your energy up, and I'm doing so now with the cards, um, what you're actually doing, and as you draw the cards, is starting to build a personal relationship with each card and each value of the card, okay? So, so now... I don't actually need to take cards into a session or whatever. I'll be listening to messages I receive for people who come to see me. And if it's necessary that, you know, Gabriel comes in and starts talking about developing intuition, whatever it is, that card will just appear in my consciousness. So I don't need to see it in reality. And that's what I was talking to you about, the power of these cards, because you don't actually need to have them um, in the physical plane anymore you keep on internalizing that energy so it becomes part of your lexicon um, of images when you give service to other people it's it's such a fascinating area Um, but you know as I say to you that I think people really can help themselves and help others by using tools that people recognize. It's a kind of like a bridge, isn't it? And as they do so, and, and particularly with this deck that's been instructed for me to release, um, not only are they getting this on many different levels, they're also internalizing all of this development of their intuition. And as you yeah. mentioned earlier, you know, yeah. the, the clairsentience, clairclogosons, yes. uh, clairaudience, you know, get, get actually beginning to understand what that is. Now, we don't want that to accelerate at a pace where it's beyond their internal evolution, okay? So, so why would we suddenly, you know, show people the multidimensional universe? Because actually, you know, it, it might just be too much you know, to go from point zero to there. So that's why things like these cards are very good because they're a bridge. You know, they 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 help you internalize the symbols that have been handed down over generations of of, of uh, mystical learning and awareness, um, and then they become integrated into their kind of conscious mind, go down into their subconscious and become something that helps them expand their internal consciousness. And so they begin to understand their own nature. And the ultimate aim of the transformation that happens resultantly is that then they can make different choices. Now, one thing I would say, not only um, that they make different choices for their own life, but once I'm actually 
a, a trance medium as well in, in the true sense of it. I mean, I trained at the College of Psychic Studies for many, many years, um, five years. The course was supposed to be seven years. Um, and, and what I learned in that was that every choice that we make on this third dimension affects not only other people, and it is true that we're all connected, but it also affects the universe as a whole, all the different dimensions. And it's almost beyond our conception, but everything that works towards the positive uh, raises the energetic vibration of everything. It's a ripple effect. So, well, let me let me do this because you know this hour is going by. I would love for you to tell folks one: how do they find out more about you, and then also um, how can they get the deck of cards? Because my gosh, these are amazing. Oh, thank you. That's so lovely. Uh, the feedback's been great. So you, if you want to get them, um, they're with all the major publishers. Of course, um, the wonderful Inner Traditions um, has is was working with Findhorn Press. So Inner Traditions, um, they're, they're at Waterstones, they're at Barnes & Noble, um, they're on Amazon. So all you have to do is, is put my name, Angel Cards, and maybe Chibi Anime, if you remember that. Um, in the in the search but in the search engine and you'll find them on Amazon as well so that's fine or get in contact with me um, you know my, my emails there at the end of the show I guess and, and um, I'll be able to point you in the right direction we'll go to my website okay? yeah give out your website yeah so it's um, it's dawnbrown.co.uk one more time I want to make sure people check this out because I'm telling you, I just love what you're doing. Thank you. So it's um, Dawn Brown, which is my name. And instead of .com, it's .co.uk. Okay. Let's talk about the cards. Um, I want to actually do this. Um, you know, we have been, we have been planning and, and rebuilding here. And we have technology now in its third evolution, which will be done in February. We are launching a crowdfunding initiative. We have created a way conceptually um, to do something based on our 16 years of technology. And what we realized is in all the years we've been doing this, what people say we do well is we bring folks like you on that connects with listeners all over the world. And we have the best listeners on the planet, by the way. And we connect with them and somehow they get what they need so we are actually creating technology that is going to do that based on vast amounts of contributors and people connected. We are calling it AI for the soul. And so we're getting ready to crowdfund for it. And we've, we've thought this through. But it seems like so much of hard work of a lot of great people. I have a great team. I have three producers in the other room. All of them are new. Um, they are amazing guys. You know, they're just outstanding. I mean, I, on my list of who are the kinds of people that we need to move forward, I couldn't have picked three different guys, but three talented guys like them. And then there's Jessica, who pulls everything together. She's the visionary. Linda, who is a triple Virgo that makes sure nothing falls in the cracks. Kim, a master, absolute master. Benny, who has been with me now 
going on 16 years, listening to the same story that I tell over and over again. And yet, I've been told that whatever we think we're going to do, it's going to be more. So how might I use the cards? I definitely have a, a scheduled sacred time to do the four, four directions, but tell us how we would do this. And I would love do I do a four directions, Fred? What what would you suggest? And might you pull a card? Yeah, would you like me to pull a card for you now? I would because because <laughs> okay. I'm afraid I won't do it right. Aha, that's true. Well, you know, so, so, yeah. so so already, I mean, of course, you're always going to do it right. Um, so so already, I'm hearing that based on your intention, and now this is without me even drawing the card. Your intention is sound. Um, and I'm also being told that, you know, when you go into a, a place and, and somebody has a certain scent, let's say a lovely perfume or something, uh -huh. that, that perfume doesn't just affect that person. Sometimes that person can't even smell it themselves, yeah? But the rest of the building or, or other people can, can understand and, and smell and it can give something to them that they can relate to and, and change their sort of state of mind and mood. And I feel that you don't need to be so caught up with the outcome. You just stick with your intention and okay. the vibration of that intention will just lead you, okay? So there's no, no yeah. issue around that. Don't, don't, don't get caught up on the outcome. And um, the card I've got from you for you is Gabriel. As you know, Gabriel is um, the messenger, Archangel Gabriel. Um, and, and again, you mentioned earlier, you know, God is my strength. Well, that's that's the the, the phrase that, that Gabriel is associated with. So the card that I've drawn for you here is the card of, of wisdom. So and the card of direction. Now, um, if you see that card later when you've got the deck, you'll see that um, the Gabriel's holding um, a spinning wheel with a direction in front of it. And this is a reassurance for you that the direction like you said earlier, is, is a great kind of collaborative effort, okay? But the the promise is, is that you'll get more and more wisdom around that the more you step into action, okay? So just mm. concentrate on action and the wisdom will come um, falling in behind that, okay? Yeah, you know, I was looking at this card. Let me just ask you this, and I was reading it before you even told me that. Um, and, and I was struck by a couple things, and, and I don't want to interrupt you because I'd like to finish. But when I was reading about the symbols, I was reading about the symbols is the planetary is the moon. Yeah. And I was really struck by this for two reasons. One, I, I, I wasn't kidding. I have four planets in Sag and four in Capricorn, and my moon is in Capricorn. And so now Jupiter has now moved to Capricorn. And so there's something about this. I'm not an astrologer. I don't understand but there's something about it that my sense is I need to just believe in. What is your sense of that? Correct. Yes. So basically, you need to understand, and, and as my cards say to you there, is that this is actually all about your personal transformation um, as you move through this, I guess, um, acceleration of your intention. So you have got to sort of somehow surrender so that your vibration matches 
um, the divine purpose of what you're trying to create, okay? Because I think at the moment, your, your sense of self is getting in the way of the momentum of that intention. That's right. That's yeah. right. You know what it's called? You know what my sense of self is that's getting in the way? Mm. It's been my Achilles heel. It's called okay. doubt. Yeah, fear. It's not even fear. I, I'm pretty fearless. Mm. But there is this, you know, when I graduated with my doctorate for a year, I would wake up in the middle of the night and the dream I had was the uh, dean snatching away my degree. <laughs> Seriously. Mm. For a year after I graduated. Yes. I, I literally dreamt that they would find something in my research or find a. I, it was that somebody would discover I didn't have enough credits. I understand what you're saying. And, and that's kind of a, a fear of, of not actually, um, you know, we, we call it the imposter sy syndrome. Yes. It's across everything at the moment. You know, it's the fear that somehow we would be discovered not to actually quite be valid. But listen, um, if you are an example and, and going within reveals to you that you are an embodiment of this infinite wow. creative intelligence for goodness sakes what's to stop wow. you you know who's where's the know. imposter stuff in that i know you know, and, you know <laughs> yeah i mean look hey you know what we have gotten the intention of a fabulous caller calling in and i don't want this to be all about okay. me so let's no go problems. mr benny who do we have yeah we'll take uh, adele who's calling in from yorkshire england hi adele hi there hello hi dr pat hi hi dawn hi, hi Adele. Dawn. how are you I'm really well, thank you. Um, I actually had the pleasure of meeting Dawn in London quite a few years ago now. Um, and my life has changed enormously since then. And I used to work in the corporate world and, um, and I'm now obviously branching out doing, doing other things. And well, did I, we, did we, we did. Her? I guess we'll have to have her call back. Oh, I, we got to please call back. There we go. Oh, Look yeah. at us three. Look at us three <laughs> recovering corporate women. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. I love it. I love it. Recovering. I mean, you know, I, I, when people ask me about it, I don't, I don't, um, what do you call that? Uh, bash my corporate experience. I learned so much I wouldn't be here. But, you know, one of the things she said, she met you 20 years ago and you changed her life. And, uh, I, you know, I mean, why aren't you doing your own radio show? I, I am looking at you and the minute that I touched the energy and, and some people say that I'm, I'm a, a different kind of Claire. Um, I don't see words and I was considered learning different, like a disability. And I almost flunked statistics because when you speak, I don't see your words. I see images of your story and I don't even know what that is, but, but my sense is of what she was saying when she called in, you've changed her lives and you are bound to change the lives of many just in talking to me right now. I, my sense is there's something on the horizon for you that I can't even talk about. It goes beyond the conception of what you think you're going to do. Does that make sense to you? Wow. Well, you see, there's a there's an unintended consequence of being on this show. Thank you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've I mean, received a gift, an early I, gift. 
It's something, and it has to do with the cards, but it has to do with your vision. And I think it is, if you look at your, uh, if you look at your logo on your site, my first business company, and I'll have to pull out the logo and send it to you. My first business company logo was that gold in the middle of it. It looks like an angel, but there's actually a book by Meg Wheatley. And she uses a similar, similar, similar. And so the thing that I want to say to you, and I hope you'll come back because I, I, I just really want to come back and do an entire show of readings. Um, the way that you are carrying this message forward is contemporary, Dawn. Do you know what I mean? I mean, these cards match the energy of our digital world. D- does that make sense to you? Yes, exactly. It's a blend of ancient mysteries and then images that actually relate to a, a wide range of ages. Um, can I can I just suggest something that's sure. come up regularly recently um, in sessions that I have with people? Um, and that's the energy. And I'll just give you this um, as, as you're closing, I guess, um, because I think it's really important because um, it's, it's from my deck again, um, and it's from um, uh, the Archangel Camille. Okay, now Camille is um, God's agent of divine justice, all right? He's a very powerful arbiter and, and force, okay? Um, and this, I, I don't know why, but every, I've never really encountered this angel so frequently as I'm doing now using these cards in readings. And, and this particular card of restoration has kept on coming up, okay? Um, Now, if you look at our current world, you can see that a certain balance um, or rebalancing um, needs to be applied. Okay, so so Camille's often depicted, you know, he's he's like he carries God's strength. He's kind of the warrior um, and he's always balancing the universal um, imbalances out. Okay, so I am constantly getting for people this card of restoration. Yeah, that. Okay? I bet you, did you get that for me? Because I could tell you exactly what it relates to. Yeah, I've just got it. I just, you I just pulled that again. Yes, yes, right in um, front of me. It, here. it seems to be the message to me for 2020, and here's yes. why. I'm one of the few people that has bought airtime now for 16 years on multiple networks close to a million dollars worth and i will tell you that only one friend in my life is left that believes in what i'm doing you know my relationship ended and and it, and i never realized that i did that until somebody pointed that out to me and the word that they said pat you've got to stay true to what you're doing for the world you have an obligation and a responsibility to your listeners and they use that same word. I'm I'm kind of like a little freaked out right here. <laughs> well, it's, what does you it know mean what? to you? We've got one minute. What, do right. you, what does it mean to you? What What do you see in it? Because I see it across the globe. I don't yeah. see it just for me. I see it for people that have really put everything forward to change consciousness and vibration. No, absolutely. So it's a reassessment. It's an empowerment. It's working 
um, with the angel of, of Camiel to restore what I would call a, a kind of sensibility about, you know, what is for the good of the earth and letting go. And you say you've had this kind of sort of rapid shedding of, of people around yeah. you. Well, well, this is all about, you know, Camille comes with the energy of fire. So sometimes mm. when that fire comes in your trajectory, it mm -hmm. does mean that you're going to shed, 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 because you need to shed in order to be clear. Mm. And we all need to do so and, and get that understanding of, of actually that divine yeah. justice that is, you know, by the grand CEO, going back to our corporate speak mm. earlier, because um, I do believe divinity would like us to rebalance. And I do believe that's yeah. why we have Camille coming back into yeah. the world and talking about restoration, about that perfect equilibrium. Well, I have to tell you, I not only do I love this, I want to make sure everybody out there, please, please get a deck of these cards. Holidays coming. DawnBrown.co.uk. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.